0: This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today, we continue with a series based on the 23rd Psalm called Living in the Goodness of God. In these lessons, you'll discover that God is good all the time, even in life's most difficult circumstances. And you'll experience the hope and favor that spring from God's divine goodness now in just a few moments we're going to let you know how you can get your very own copy of open doors a year of daily devotions book it's a beautiful hardcover book with 365 devotionals from pastor rick that offer daily encouragement from the bible you can take a sneak peek right now by going to PastorRick.com while you listen or text the word daily to 800 600 5004 to find out more. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part one of a message called Relaxing in God's Goodness.
1: One of the big myths in Southern California uh, is that everybody here is laid back and easygoing. Yeah, right. You know, that Southern California vibe, the Beach Boys, it's all copacetic. Yeah, it's also a haven for workaholics. And surveys have shown that Southern California residents would actually rather work than pray, play, or pray, for that matter. <laughs> and uh studies actually have shown surveys show that we actually prefer employment over enjoyment and all this good weather creates a lot of workaholics and the truth is a lot of people don't know how to relax we are addicted to adrenaline we don't know how to slow down and that's true of actually all of Americans. Studies have shown that the average American today is sleep-deprived, that the average American today gets two hours less sleep a night than we did 50 years ago. We don't know how to relax. We don't know how to rest. We love to work. A lot of Americans are like Job 20, verse 18. Here on the screen it says, message paraphrase, they are unable to relax and enjoy anything they've worked for. So busy getting more. I wanna do a little quiz to see if you are a workaholic. (laughs) Be truthful, no cheating. Now you don't have to raise your hand on this, okay? Uh, Are you always in a hurry? Hmm. Is your to-do list always unrealistically long? Me. Yeah, that's me. Do you use day offs, days off to catch up on unfinished work? Hmm. Has more than one person ever told you to slow down? Do you feel guilty when you relax? I've got so much to do. Do you have to get sick to get time off? You know you're a workaholic when all your Christmas cards come back from business associates. You know you're a workaholic when you head out for back to school night and you don't know which one your kid attends. You know you're a workaholic when you wear a beeper to church or leave your cell phone on for texting. Hmm. You know you're a workaholic when your family refers to you as occupant. And you know you're a workaholic when you take business-related reading material into the bathroom. I remember many time, many years ago a lady said to me, she said, you know, pastor, I, I tried to call you all day Monday. And I said, well, I'm sorry, but Monday is, it's my day off, it's my Sabbath. And she said, well, the devil never takes a day off. And I said, yeah, and if I didn't, I'd be just like the devil. So you want me to take a day off. I'll never forget the first year of Saddleback Church. I really was working 18 hours a day, and Kay was too, uh, to begin this baby church. And the first two years of Saddleback Church, actually twice a week, Kay cooked meals to have people in our home from the church. We had every member of our church in our home at least once the first two years of Saddleback Church. That ain't going to happen anymore, friends. (laughs) Not all 35,000 of you. But I remember she cooked the same meal Tuesday and Thursday twice a week for two years. I learned to like it. (laughs) But we were working hard, 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 18 hours a day. And at the end of the first uh, year, I stood up to speak on the last Sunday of the year and fainted. And I was just worn out from exhaustion, physical, emotional spiritual, relational, in every area. And uh, over the next year, God had to teach me some things about balance in life, which I actually have had to learn over and over and over again. I don't think you ever permanently learn these things. But God gave me a verse at the end of the first year of Saddleback. Uh, It's up here on the screen. It's Exodus 23. And this is what God said to Uh, the Israelites, when they were going to go into the promised land. He said, I'm not going to give you everything I've promised you in a single year because you're not prepared to handle that much blessing. And it would be too much for you to manage. Instead, you'll take possession of what I want to give you little by little so that you can grow. Then you'll be strong enough to handle it all. That verse changed my life. It's what I call pacing growth. Rome isn't built in a day and neither is a church or anything else worthwhile. And God doesn't want you to accomplish it all at once. He wants you to learn pacing growth little by little. While God is growing your business, he's growing you. And while God is growing your children, he's growing you. And while God is growing your career or whatever else is in your life that's important to you, he's growing you. And he says, I want you to learn this little by little pacing growth. The fact is, God considers rest as important as work. Some people think only God smiles on them when uh, when they're working or praying or doing spiritual things. God smiles on you when you rest. Did you know that? If you've ever as a parent gone in and watched your children sleep and the joy that 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 gives you just watching them sleep, God enjoys watching you sleep. God rests, God rests, are you busier than God? The Bible uh, tells us this on the screen, Exodus 31, verse 17. One day a week, God says, will always serve as a reminder that I made the heavens and the earth in six days, and then on the seventh day I rested and relaxed. Now why did God rest and relax on the seventh day? Well, he certainly wasn't tired, because God doesn't get tired. God, God never gets tired. But he was modeling for us what he wanted us to do. To rest and to relax, to keep a Sabbath, to have balance and to relax in in the goodness of God. Now we're in this series we've just started called Living in the Goodness of God. And we're looking at Psalm 23, which which actually models for us um, 10 ways that a good shepherd takes care of sheep. He feeds, he leads, he meets their needs. And the 10 ways God's goodness wants to benefit you, how God wants to take care of you. And a lot of your worry and a lot of your hurry and a lot of your scurry and a lot of your restlessness actually comes from not understanding the goodness of God in your life. And when you understand what God has done for you and wants to do for you in the future, you can relax, you can learn to rest, you can learn to let down, you can learn to to let go, you can live in the goodness of God. Now in that Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd Psalm, he gives us 10 things that the shepherd does. And one of the things that a good shepherd does is they make sure the sheep get enough rest in order to stay healthy. And that takes us to verses one and two. Let's look at it again. The Lord is my shepherd, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd so I have everything I need. He makes me lie down in green pastures, and he leads me beside quiet waters. Now, you might want to write this down. These images are actually a metaphor. They, they, they represent rest and refreshment. When he makes me lie down in green pastures, that's rest. And when he leads me beside quiet waters, that's refreshment. Now, notice, I want you to circle the word he makes me. Has God ever had to make you lay down for your own health's sake So because you wouldn't slow down? If you won't lay down, God will make you lay down. And sometimes the only way God can get you to look up is lay you flat on your back with an illness. And God will do that because he's the good shepherd and he cares about your health, your physical, emotional, spiritual, every area of health. I want you to write this down on your outline. To give God my best requires rest. To give God my best requires rest. If you don't have rest, then you're gonna be stressed. In fact, the difference between being blessed and being stressed is often rest. Isn't it amazing how much better things look after a good night's sleep? The difference between being stressed and being blessed is often rest. The Lord is my shepherd, he makes me lie down when I don't even want to. Have you ever seen a kid, a a, a child, frantically trying to stay awake? You know what I'm talking about? And And their eyes are closed but they're trying to stay awake? Resistance to rest is immaturity. It's immaturity. Now I've got a confession to make uh, because I always preach, every week, I always preach these messages to me first. If it doesn't hit me, I don't figure it's gonna help you. Uh, But if it helps me, I go, okay, that'll probably help somebody else. And so this message, I need to hear this message on relaxing in God's goodness. I've had a couple of very frantic weeks where I had eight outside messages to deliver speaking engagements outside of the area. I told you last week I was at the National Prayer Breakfast and I spoke five times at that. And then I went uh, to another place and I spoke to the Coalition of Christian Colleges and Universities to all the leaders of the Christian schools around America. Then I went and I spoke to a, a youth pastors gathering and I have been overstretched the last couple weeks. I need this message. So if you get anything out of it, congratulations, but I'm really preaching it for me. Okay, so uh, if you want to take a nap, you might get more benefit out of it. than uh, just put your head on the shoulder of the person next to you, with their permission, uh, and I'll, I'll wake you up at the end. As I said, rest is often the difference between being blessed or stressed. And when we look at Scripture, we see that God rests. We see that Jesus rested many, many, many times. He had advances and retreats, advances and retreats, seven of them in his three-and-a-half-year ministry. Jesus rested. If you're going to be like God, if you're going to be like Jesus, you've got to learn how to rest. I have to learn how to rest, how to relax, how to relax in the goodness of God. Now, that's what I want us to look at today. How do you relax in God's goodness? Before we do that, I just want to mention why do people overwork? I mean, we need to get to the source of our stress. Why do we overwork? Why do we not get enough rest? Well, the Bible's full of many, many examples and reasons why you get stressed instead of blessed because you're not at rest. And the Bible gives us many, many examples of reasons. Let me just give you five from the Word of God, and let's see if any of these might be causing you to not get the rest you need, to not relax like God wants you to relax in life. These are just some of the common reasons from the Bible. Number one, uh, the first reason the Bible tells us that people don't relax is this, misplaced identity. And that is basing my worth on my work. Basing my worth on my work. Now we fall for this all the time. One of the reasons why people can't relax is they confuse their work and their worth. They confuse their net worth with their self-worth, their value with their valuables, and they think, you know, if I work real hard, I succeed at work, then I am valuable. If I don't work, I don't produce, I'm not productive, then I'm not valuable. And that's a total lie. It's a total myth. But in Western culture, our identity often revolves around our work. So we overwork in an attempt to prove ourselves and If I achieve a lot, then I must be worth a lot, I must be valuable, I must be important, I must be significant. But your significance has nothing to do with your job, or your career, or your achievements in fact. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 15 says this. Only someone's too stupid to find his way home would wear himself out with work. Hmm, that's pretty frank. Uh, You might want to put that on a card and put it on your windshield there, okay? (laughs) Only someone too stupid to find his way home would wear himself out with work. He said, life is more than work. Yeah, it's important, but your life is far more than the work you do. It's just a portion of your life. But when we have a misplaced identity and we think our worth is based on our work, then we're gonna put all of our time, our money, our energy, our effort into our work. Number two, second reason people don't relax is materialism. This is obvious, always wanting more things. And when I gotta have more things, then I gotta make more money, and when I've gotta make more money, I've gotta work harder and longer hours. And yet the Bible says not to do this. Proverbs 23, verse four and five, warns warns us about materialism, and it says this. Do not wear yourself out trying to get rich have the wisdom to show some restraint. Your money can be gone in a flash, as if it had grown wings and flown away like an eagle. So, you know, you can lose your money. Don't, don't spend all of your life trying to get something you could lose so quickly. So it can fly away like an eagle. Now, evidently America's founding fathers wanted you to remember this because they put an eagle on every dollar bill. As a reminder of this verse,
0: This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We are so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. As we start the new year, we often think about setting goals for the months ahead. They give us hope and keep us moving forward. And we know that setting goals is important because the Bible tells us that Jesus set goals. So, Pastor Rick developed a new Power Pack download to help you successfully kick off the new year. This resource will give you the tools you need to set and achieve your personal goals, God's way. This life-changing resource is yours free when you text the word free to 800-600-5004. That's the word free to 800-600-5004. Rick will be right back to close out our time today, but first, do you want to live the full and abundant life God desires for you? That only happens when you seek God and spend time in His Word. That's why Pastor Rick put together a 365-day devotional book called Open Doors. Here's Pastor Rick to tell us more.
1: You know, one of the ways I try to help reinforce the lessons that I teach on this broadcast is to offer daily devotionals that are based on the same lessons that I teach here. Did you know that over a million people subscribe to the Daily Hope devotionals? And if you're not getting them, I encourage you to sign up for this tool and resource, too. If you haven't already got it, you're missing out. They're free, and they're delivered right to your inbox every morning. I'll just email them to you, or you can find them on the web at PastorRick.com. Now, many of you have asked that we provide these devotionals in a book format. So you know what? I asked my team to pull together 365 of the best daily devotionals, and we printed them in a book. And you can use this Daily Hope devotional book, it's an entire year's worth of devotions, as part of your quiet time, and it will allow you to meditate on a single scripture every day and to reflect on what it means. Now, I know you're going to be blessed by this resource, and it's also uh, going to be uh, something you could use as a meaningful gift to share with a family or a friend or, or a neighbor. This Daily Hope devotional is going to be available exclusively through Daily Hope and through the PastorRick.com store. You can't get this devotional anywhere else at any bookstore. You've got to get it directly from us because we want to be in contact with you.
0: Get open doors today and be encouraged, inspired, and equipped to live out God's plan and purposes for your life. It's a great way to kick off the new year. And today when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the certain hope of Jesus to people around the world, we'll send you your very own hardcover copy of Open Doors to Say Thanks. Just go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this amazing resource. Or you can just text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com. Or text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Thanks so much for your support. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.